הרנימי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שבדורנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש שמה שבארץ המה ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו לעולם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ונפגן נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגננו כל ישראל אמן בעזרת השם let's do the third part of תורה י"א today's lesson starting with the story of רבא ובחנה and we'll finish off the lesson בעזרת השם וזה שאמר רבא בבא חנה, זה שזה רבא בבא חנה סר. זימנה חדה הווהזלינן דיספינתא, one time we were traveling on a ship, וחזה אליה ציפורתא, and we saw this bird, דא וקאי עד כך סולי במאיה. And this bird was standing in this water, and the water was up to its ankles. ורשא ברקיע, but its head, the head of this bird was all the way up to the firmament, the sky. ואמרינן לת מאיה, we concluded that there wasn't much water, So we wanted to go down and to basically cool ourselves off. What happened? This batkol, this voice, this heavenly voice came out and said, Don't go down there. Don't go down here. And this heavenly voice says what? Don't go down. Because this axe felt this carpenter's axe fell down here seven years ago and it still didn't hasn't reached the bottom and it's not because that there's abundant water and that the um, it's actually because the water runs rapidly um, it's because the water runs rapidly. said, What bird is this? This is the bird called the Ziz Sadai. And it says, And this bird, Ziz Sadai, is with me. It says in Tehidim. So let's see what this really means. Let's see how Rabbeinu translates this. Let's go to the Rashbam. We saw this bird. And this is the transcription that we have. And we saw that there was uh, I believe this is the idea that we saw that there wasn't much water um, that there was la- it wasn't that much water we thought that it wasn't that deep this is why we thought uh, the reason why we thought it wasn't so deep was because the water only reached the ankle of this bird. So we thought that because the water only reached the ankle of this bird, it must not have been that deep. Chatzina. Garzen o ma'atzar. It's like a pickaxe. This is a chatzina, a pickaxe. Levar nagara. Carpenter. Kharash etim. He's a woodcutter. Vela mishum da'amika maya. It wasn't because the water was um, deep. It wasn't because the water was deep that the um, It wasn't because the water was deep that it took seven that it's still been seven years that the, the axe still didn't hit the ground. And rather it was because what the water runs rapidly. What did that mean? Because the water doesn't run hasn't run rapidly. because of the quickness of the stream that the the axe didn't settle yet 
Uh, it wasn't only because of its depth of this water. So yeah, it was deep, but it wasn't because of the depth. Also, it was also because how speedy this, how how fastly flowing this water was. The Ziz Sadai Madi when it says in Tehillim, the Ziz Sadai is with me. The head of this um, bird reaches the sky. Okay, see how Rabenu takes this apart. Tiporta, bird is This is the aspect of speech. which is a bridge between man. And what is man? Man is formed between male waters and female waters. This is a Kabbalistic inyan. The combination between mind duchin and mind nukvin. And between the heavens. So what is speech? Spe- speech is a bridge between man and shamayim. And what is the union of um, what is the union of Shamaim heavens? This is the aspect of Tvunota Torah. These are this is the understanding of Torah. Kamuva is brought down in um, in the Midrash Rabbah Vaikra, I believe, and in Arachin, the Gemara Arachin, Al Metzora. It's brought down what? About the Metzora. Who's a Metzora? A person who um, who has Tsara'at. This leprosy. What did he need to do? He needs to bring two birds. And we saw this also in Torah Gimel. This idea that he needs to bring two live birds, two pure birds. Because what's the idea? That the bird is like a chatterer. It, ch- it, it makes these no- noises as if it's like chatting. And this person who chatted, who got sarat, because what? He was gossiping. He was speaking Lashonara. So let the chatterer come and atone for the chatterer, the one who spread Lashonara. So let the bird who chatters come and atone for the one who chatters through his speech. So we see here this inyan of um, of speech, which is an emtai between man and heavens, and this is the proof with the idea of the metzora. Whatever you don't understand, we'll come. We'll try to just understand bipshitut and go through bipshitut, and God willing, maybe we have the merit to understand all of this because obviously a lot of this stuff is very deep. So we continue. and this is dekai al ad karsule bemaya. That basically. Um, the birds, the water only reached the ankles of this bird. What did that mean? Because of the fact that speech needs to illuminate a person in any single place that he needs to do tshuva, then it's sometimes in the aspect of she uncovered his feet. So let's see what this means. This is in a root. So what does this mean? And she lied down. That the speech needs to illuminate a person. And who is this person? This person who's on a low level, who's on a very low, low plane. But meaning because he doesn't love sins, he has a bad past, whatever it is. Because this person's on a low level, he needs to illuminate, um, to do tshuva, which, to whichever place that he needs to do tshuva in. Um, through his speech, and the speech allows a person to illuminate that pathway. This is why speech is called a bird. That what? This bird, this is why the uh, speech is called this bird that, that basically stood in the water and the water reached up to his ankles. Maya, what's this idea of water? This is the aspect of man. Man is the is the He's formed through the combination of mind duchin, which is male waters and female waters. Kayadu, as is known, look in um, in Vaikha uh, Yudaled, you'll see over there, um, over there Vaikha Yudaled Perak Daled, 
this is the source to, to look over there. But the idea of Mayin and Mayin is the combination of the, basically the unification, the Shekhinah and HaKadosh Baruch Hu when they come together. Um, this is how Nishamot are created. It's, it's a very deep deep thing. The Kabbalah speaks, the Zohar speaks a lot about this. Um, but we'll not get into it. That Dibur, and what a speech, this is the aspect of the bird. Kayat Kursa, what happened? What did we say about the bird? The bird was standing in the water up to its ankles. This is next to a person who's on a low level in order to illuminate him. She uncovered his feet. That we said above. This is what it says that it was standing up until its ankles in the water. Meaning, what's the ankles? She uncovered his feet. This idea that speech is able to illuminate a person who's made up of Mayan Nukvin and Mayan Dukhin, which is this idea of the water that we're talking about in this story. The Mayan Nukvin and Mayan Dukhin is the water in the story. It's a parable of the water. And uh, the bird is the speech. And um, this idea of standing up to its ankles is, is this inyan of Vategal Mahadgel. What if she uncovered his feet? Why ankles and feet? What's this idea? Because she uncovered his feet is this idea of revelation, illumination. You're illuminating the feet now. So what's the idea that speech, which is this bird, is now able to illuminate the uh, the the feet, which is the ankles of this bird. So speech is able to illuminate a person wherever he needs to do tshuva. Um, and this is the idea that we ta- were talking about earlier. Um, um, with this idea that speech is able to illuminate a person, the place in a, a person who's specifically on a madriga a low level, in order that he can um, do tshuva. And this idea of low levels that we thought like that the, the, that the water only reached up to the ankles, it was very low. All this, uh, all this stuff. And we thought that there wasn't water. Meaning that we understood that it's impossible to merit speech except whenever you complete kavod, whenever you make God's honor complete. That we talked about earlier. And what is this idea? Whenever you make yourself nothing. When a person makes himself in his own eyes look like nothing. And as if he's not. He, he doesn't exist. Meaning true humility. And this is what it says. Let Maya. There wasn't water. That a man should consider himself as ayn. Nothingness. Let Maya. Let meaning there's nothing there. And you should consider yourself like ayn. Don't think of yourself as anything. This is how you make Hashem's kavod bishlemut. And we wanted to descend down into the water. Leshon shiflut. This is a language, an expression of shiflut. Lechute to descend down is shiflut, lowliness. This means to be lowly and humble. But this was what? Why they want to descend? said they want to descend down to cool themselves off. Leshon. What does it mean? Lakure nafshin to cool your soul off. Leshon, an expression. Okir enosh mipaz. Akure comes from the word okir. I will make more prominent enosh mipaz. I will make more prominent man than gold. Hashem says I will make more prominent um, men. I will make men more prominent than gold. Meaning what was the idea? That the anava that they wanted to attain wasn't pure anava. They wanted to attain humility in order that they should attain honor, pride. In order that they should receive honor and to be prominent. In order to bring prominence to their soul. Because of the fact that we know that the great, how despicable Gadlut is. How dis, because the world knows this idea that, that pride is something that's despicable. It's not, it's not proud. It, it's not a good thing. 
even the goyim know this idea. Al ken hemanavim bishvili itkabel udaker al deyanava. So what was this idea? That they wanted to become humble in order that they should receive honor, that they should receive prominence through that humility. It wasn't the pure humility, the Shem Shamaim, it was for themselves. This is the aspect of humility, humility for the purpose of pride, for the purpose of greatness. This is not emet. So this is the idea that they wanted to send down to bring prominence to their soul. It wasn't, they wanted to, to, receive, to attain lowliness so that they could receive pride. This is not the emet. And this is what it says. We wanted to descend to be humble, to be lowly. In order that we should be prominent and important. Because what we know that gava, um, arrogance and pride is something that's despicable. It's something that's uh, it's spit upon. So obviously everyone knows that. So obviously we want to attain humility so that we can attain pride. Um but what happens? A voice from the heavens came out and said, Don't go down here. Don't go down. Don't become lowly for this reason. In order to attain prominence for your soul. So this voice is warning them. That they shouldn't be humble in order to receive prominence and honor. Because this humility is for the purpose of uh, greatness, which isn't. Good. That what happens? This carpenter's axe fell down for seven years, seven years ago. And still hasn't reached the four. What is the bat call telling them? The voice, the heavenly voice, is telling them, is making known to them, informing them about the root of pride. In order that they should distance themselves from it until literally the furthest point away from it, that they shouldn't get close to this for even, even. Don't even get near it. Velat Yehutul Hacha and don't go down here. Shelo Yuanavim Bishvil Galut. That now Rabban is going to explain how pride is this idea of seven years and all this stuff, but we're going to take a tangent for a second. Shelo Yuanavim Bishvil Galut that you guys shouldn't be humble for the purpose of greatness. Kemamacha Chamenu Zichron Vachaz. It said in the Pirkei Avot. Meod Meod Hevesh Shefal Ruach. Be very very low low spirited, meaning be very humble. Hanu Shodiyam Nahem, meaning what's this? This bat call, this heavenly voice is making known to them. What is pride? Pride is whenever the pe'er, the, the splendor and the glory of Hashem falls. Whenever Hashem's glory and splendor and His greatness falls, this is where pride um, ex- uh, originates from. Because what's What is God's pride and God's splendor? This is His garment. He wore pride. Meaning pride is, his, is what he wears. It's his garment. So when pride falls, when God's garment, which is pride, falls, this turns into gadlut for us. God forbid. And this is what it says, that this, this axe fell. This is the idea of a levush, a garment. How does, um, what do you call it? Um, an axe have to do with a garment. Kemosh Katuv, as it says, and Tehilim vechitz no me'amer, bound sheaves in his garment. Um, <clears throat> he, so the, the full pasuk is basically speaking about this inyan of this harvester didn't put these sheaves into his, the corner of his garment. But, what it's really referencing, what Rabbeinu is really trying to play on here, is the word chitzno, which means um, 
I think, which is his idea of the garment, his, his garment corner, is a play on the words chatina, which is axe. So we see here this garment corner, which is the inyan of levush, which means garment, um, clothing, is the same word, it comes from the same word as axe, Chameno brings down here, chatina. So we see here that, what's this axe falling? It's not when the axe falls, it's whenever Hashem's garment which is his pride falls. So whenever Hashem's pride falls, whenever Hashem's splendor falls, this is how it turns into Gadlut for us. This is where the root of Gadlut, uh, the root of pride comes, stems from. Bar Nagara, what does it mean, carpenter? This is Hashem as it says, who lays the beams of his upper chamber in water. He lays the beams of his upper chamber in water. Your God is a carpenter. So, so these two inyanim bring this idea, bring this proof that Hashem is a carpenter, is compared to the carpenter in this case. So when Hashem's axe fell, Hashem, who's the carpenter's axe, which is his garment, his pride, fell. And this is how it turned into Gadlut. God forbid. From the falling of this garment, it produces arrogance, pride. What is pride? These are the seven royal houses of the Goyim. Pride is the seven royal houses of the Goyim. That through this, Bnei Yisrael were exiled from their land. Bnei Yisrael weren't exiled until what? The seven royal houses had worshipped Avodazara. So this idea of the seven royal houses worshipping Avodazara, this is whenever we were exiled from the land. So these seven royal houses is a reference to pride. And when the pride falls, then we were exiled um, all this stuff. This is why the Goyim, Avodat Kochavim, the, the other nations, are called in the in the expression of Tif Eret, splendor. Why are they called splendor? It says, Like the splendor of man, of him, like the splendor of man sitting in the house. Because what, what did this mean? Because which is pride, is whenever God's splendor falls. So this is the idea. The splendor of man sitting in the house. This house of Abu Dazara. The Shevet Bayit, the seven Batei Abu Dazara. Seven Batei Abu Dazkochavim. Is Kitiferet Adam. is like the splendor of man. So the, even the Goim have this inyan of splendor. And they receive it whenever Hashem's splendor falls. They take it. This is what it says. Hashem Hashanin. For seven years, this is pride. Which is the seven houses of Abu Dazara that we talked about. And this is what it says. For seven years, it hasn't reached the ground. Meaning, for this sin specifically, we still haven't returned to our land. For the 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 reason why we still haven't been redeemed is because we are still full of pride. Because for this sin, which is pride, which is as if you're serving idols. The aspect of the seven houses of of idol worship. Through this, we were exiled from our land. Because of this, we still haven't returned to our land, to our uh, All of this is because of the sin of pride, which is the aspect of idol worship, which we mentioned above.
וזהו, and this is what it says, ולם משום דינפי שמאיה. It wasn't because there was abundant water that the axe still didn't fall to the ground. Meaning, meaning don't say that for this we still haven't, um, it still hasn't reached the ground. Meaning, what does it mean don't say that it hasn't reached the ground because the, abundant, because the water was abundant? No. So what's it really saying? Don't say that we cannot reach and enter Eretz Yisrael because the waters are abundant. What did that mean? Because the Goyim are abundant, they're strong. These nations are many, they're abundant. This is the aspect of many waters. A reference to many waters is the many Goyim. As we know in, um, in Shira Shirim, this idea. Um, <clears throat> so we're saying here that don't say that it's um, because the waters are abundant, which means because the goyim are strong that we still haven't reached our land. Because don't say that we haven't been redeemed yet, that we haven't been back to Eretz Yisrael because the goyim are abundant, because they're overpowering us. Don't say that. Rather, say it's because the water was a, was was flowing speedily, because the water was rapid. Rather, what? Redife. The waters are speedy. What did I mean? It's the same word. They're chasing after honor. Which is water also. And it says, The God of honor, He thunders. Hashem God is upon the vast waters. So what's this idea? Maim Rabim. Maim Rabim in this case is considered Kel HaKavod. Meaning the God of honor is above the vast waters. And so we see here the vast waters is a, is um, connected to this God of honor. So we see here that what's the don't say that it's because of the the abundant goyim or the, because of the great power of the goyim that we haven't reached our land yet. It's, it's actually say it's because the waters were speedy, which is actually what that you're running after kavod. It's because of this that we aren't able to return to Eretz Yisrael and to reach Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because you chase after honor and pride. Because Rabbeinu says something huge. And this is something very important for all of us to understand. Especially today. Because Rabbeinu warned us very much about not running after honor and any authority. Saba spoke a lot about this. Not running after any hitmanut, any authority at all. And removing yourself from any authority possible. Because everyone today, many people today, many Rabbanim, Many people with uh, authority try to take the honor for themselves. And we see Rabbeinu has already spoken about this many, many times in the first 11 lessons already. But the idea of running away from honor. And here Rabbeinu is saying one thing. The main reason why the galut, the exile, is long. And the reason why we're not able to return to our land to have the geula is because of what? It's only because of the fact of this great sin of pride and running after honor. Everyone's running after honor and this is why we can't return. All of this that we're talking about right now, this heavenly voice is informing Rabbi Bavachana and his group on that shit. He's informing them. This heavenly voice is informing them. Hashem is informing Rabbi Bavachana about the great disgrace that is pride. In order that you should distance yourself from pride from the furthest point. 
ואז כבוד השם יתברך בשלמות כאן. And then the honor of Hashem is, pr- is proper, it's complete. That's what we need to do with the Then you merit speech which is able to illuminate. Which is that bird that we talked about in the story that we mentioned above. But how does one merit this? How is it possible to break one's pride and honor completely so that Hashem's honor is complete? And it's full. How do we break our own honor to, to give the honor to Hashem? Rabbeinu answers, It's through guarding the covenant. Through the two aspects that we mentioned above. This is the aspect of the supernal union and the lower union. Um, this unification up there and down here that one merits when he does this, that one is able to do through Shmiyat Rabbit six days of the week and Shabbat from Shabbat to Shabbat these two in Yanim Razin Razin de Razin we talked about Halakha Kabbalah all that stuff these two Bechinot of Brit Ila'an Brit Tata'a upper Brit and lower Brit one is able through that one is able when a person attains those two levels he's able to break his own honor and attain the honor of Hashem so that he should merit speech and then understand the Torah to its depth this is what Rav Ashi said Hu this is the Ziz Shaddai. When it says Ziz Shaddai, this bird, this is the aspect of lower union and upper union. That through this lower union and upper union, which represents the keeping of the covenant with these two aspects that we mentioned above. Through this, one, Hashem's honor is complete. Then through God's complete honor, one merits this bird, which is speech. Which is the speech which is between the water and the firmament that we mentioned above. Why? Because man who is able to speak, what is man? He's formed between mind nukvin and mind dukhin. Lower waters and upper waters. Um, this idea between the waters below and the firmament up there. This is the speech. Because what's Ziz? Ziz, when it says Ziz, this represents a lower union. The aspect of Metat that we talked about, when Hashem disguises and He encloses Himself within Metat during the six days of the week. And what is Metat? It's the corner of the earth, right? We talked about. So what is it all, how does Ziz refer to Metat? Lower union, because it says in Midrash Rabbah, in the Midrash, of Echad Yesh, he has one, uh, there's one bird, there's a bird. The time that it spreads out its wings, he, he, he's able to make the sun dark. He's able to cover over the sun. And what's the name of this bird? It's called Ziz. So we see here this idea of that he spreads out its wings. What's this idea of kenafav? It's kenafa aret, which is metat. So we see here that this idea of metat is this ziz, who's able to spread out its wings and cover the sun and all this. This is the aspect of lower union. This is the aspect of metat, who represents the corners of the earth. That within metat, you have enclosed within him the aspect of the upper Brit, which represents the sun, as we know according to the Zohar and Shemot, Dav Gimel Amud Bet, and the Zohar and Pinchas, Dav Resh Yud Zayin Amud Aleph. 
So it's through this that we know that the Shemesh, which is the upper Brit, is able to be enclosed within the Metat, which is the lower Brit. Shaddai, what is Shaddai? This is the upper union that we talked about earlier. Because Shaddai is She'amar Le'olamodai, that he said to his world, enough, which is whenever he talked about Shabbat. He told the world, enough on Shabbat. Stop, stop working, basically. And this is Shabbat, a person who keeps his Brit from Shabbat to Shabbat. This is Shakai, which is the Inan of the upper Brit. And then what it says, Ani Hashem, I am Hashem. This is the upper union. Hushemi, this is my name, this is lower union. Ani Hashem, we talked about this Inan of Shemi, is Elohim also, which is lower than Yudke Vavke, which is the Inan of Rachamim versus Din. It's unifying this Inan of Ani Hashem, this is upper union. Hushemi, this is my name. This is the lower union. I don't give my honor to anyone else. To the other, I don't give my honor. What is this idea? This is whenever a God's honor is complete. When His honor doesn't belong to anyone else. It's complete. It's only His. This is whenever Hashem's honor is perfect. And I don't give my, my praise to the psinim, to the idols. This is the aspect of speech. The praise of Hashem is daberpi. Um, the mouth shall speak, which is the idea that praise and the mouth and speech basically are one and none. So we see here, Tehilatim, speech, Lapsilim, does not belong to the idols. This is whenever um, Hashem's honor is completed, whenever one's speech is there. Zebrinat Dibur that we talked about, Hakol Kana, this is all that we mentioned above. So Hashem's pride, His honor, isn't given to someone else. Whenever we have Tehilati, which is Tehilat Hashem, it's Daberpi, which is whenever we have Dibur. When once Dibur is illuminating, then Hashem's honor is there, um, as we just talked about above. So this is a lesson. Bezalat Hashem, may we merit to, to apply what we, what we study, Bezalat Hashem. And God willing, we will move Mechayel Hashem.